Hey guys, welcome to Parksy Bus Podcast, a podcast where we talk about what's happening in the world of football. We are your hosts Anmol, myself Karthik and Thomas. And shout out to Jim Daly for letting us use his song for this intro. Let's roll it. So you keep trying and trying and trying and keep trying. Three premierships. Three premierships. Okay, so with us today we have the Joint Secretary of Arsenal Bengal, Shauradeep. Hi Shauradeep, welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello. Thank you very much for inviting me. Thank you very much, yeah. guys. Okay, so uh, let's talk about Arsenal, right? So when you finish, when Arsenal finished the season, uh, they finished it off a very high note. Uh, they won yeah. the FA Cup. I mean, uh, they beat uh, Liverpool and Chelsea in order to reach. The, oh no, uh, City and Chelsea in order City, to win yeah. that. Yeah, and in the Community Shield, I guess you uh, Arsenal defeated uh, Liverpool, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. Then, then uh, the season started and back-to-back wins with Fulham, West Ham, supported by Oba's contract, and then Villian, Gabriel, and Partey all signed for the club. So. Yeah. The way you left off the last season, you picked up at the right pace, you know, at the starting itself. So, as an Arsenal supporter, you must have had high expectations from this particular season. I mean, at least you 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 expected to finish in the top four. Okay, so how did it pan out? How did it go from being uh, FA Cup champions to not being able to play in Europe? The thing is that after a great last after a great great in the flag end of the last season that we performed and won the FA Cup, we had a lot of hopes. Yeah, we were very optimistic that our club will do well. But it's been a rather a disappointment to be honest, because not playing in the Europe next season after almost two and a half decades, it's been a sorrow sorrow tale for us because uh, we have seen massive inconsistency. Also, some internal disturbances regarding the Ozil situation and all. It's been a season to forget for us. It's been very disappointing. Yeah, I mean, to be very honest, if I had been uh, as a supporter, it would be really hard days for me. You know, the way the club left it off, the way the club picked it off in this season. And of course, you, I mean, a lot of Arsenal supporters tend to compare Oba with Henry. The Henry's influence on the game, and they expected you know big players to step up at the right time. So, yeah, yeah. how the, how the, the it is really it's really difficult to understand that the manager got the signings, great signings. William was doing just good at Chelsea. He just didn't work out at Arsenal. Uh, Gabriel, if I'm not wrong, had a decent season. He had a great start to his season. Oba Kathika injury wala part tha. even he had malaria. Uh, there were reports that he was he, he got injured malaria wala part bhi tha. So yeah, injuries had been a sorrowful thing for every club this season. Yeah. So yeah. would it be justifiable to say that somehow Arsenal didn't have the right players at the right position or the or there wasn't any sort of leader on the pitch? Look, I think it's a, it's a bit of both because uh, you can see that Liverpool also had a lot of injury issues, but they still have finished in the top four. Yeah. I think you the first thing that you said is that the lack of leaders, that is a very big thing because in terms of leaders, we have only Dra- David Luiz and Granit Xhaka. Also, mm-hmm. Kieran Tierney is a, a bit, you know, he's, he's one for the future. Yeah. 
but captaining pierre emerick emerick obameyang was not the right idea according to me because he is not a captain material he can't you know thrive the team when the chips get you know when the when it goes south mm-hmm. so it, it it was a disappointment in that case but the more the main, main, basic thing and the main thing is that we lacked consistency so in some match we have been excellent and in some match we have been so paltry so mm-hmm. pitiful that has been the real cause of our downfall this season and if you tell me about the way the good start and the obas contract and all i think in, in this this contract situation has happened with ozil and mm-hmm. i fear that it doesn't turn out to be as bad as ozil situation regarding pierre emerick obameyang yeah he, he had a bit of injury and malady issue but still it has been a very underwhelming season from obameyang yeah definitely but one of the finest players on the pitch for arsenal i mean he has been a bit consistent over the past few years but yeah, uh, yeah it wasn't an, uh, wasn't an influential season but it's really good to see that laka stepped up in his absence laka did give us some you know some great performances throughout the season he scored some great goals some crucial goals and really pulled up arsenal when they needed someone to pull them up laka it has been outstanding but uh, unfortunately he may be leaving at this season because we are short on money and we may have to sell him but alexandre laka said has been a player when you summon him he just delivers every time he has delivered at least in this season he has been he has had a lot of a lot more influence than pierre emerick pierre emerick aubameyang as mm-hmm. a striker because his link up play his work rate has been a lot better than aba yeah definitely definitely also if you're talking about players there's one player you know which we can't exempt from this conversation is that nicolas pepe i mean when he signed last season wasn't that good i mean the biggest achievement of his last season was dribbling past yeah. van dijk but yeah, this yeah. season again he also scored some great goals some crucial goals yeah. if we talk about europa if we talk about uh, premier league he yeah. really held them you know scoring great goals making great runs apart from you know assisting and scoring he has been a uh, menace for the opposition defenders so wow, how do you evaluate his season was it a good season for you or an average season considering his price tag i think he has had a good season i'll only i'm telling good season because he hasn't had that lot of opportunities at the start of the season he was left out he was being played for the final 10 minutes or so in some games so it he was very inconsistent inconsistent mm-hmm. in terms of you know playing the game but here he got a good run at the flag end of the season and he has performed well i think he has scored six or seven goals in the last four or five starts so in and finishing with a brace in the last two matches for us so nicolas pepe according to me has had a good season but he can do better it has to be seen how arteta ploys him in the coming season and so he so he can thrive under him at the, at our club so but I, if you ask me i will say that yeah nicola pepe had a good season he had a very good season yeah so i i feel you must be disappointed that saka missed out on uh, the euro squad or is that a good thing for you because he had an outstanding season at arsenal this season he has saka, been saka, saka hasn't missed out on the euro squad i yes i did Yeah, yeah. They... Saka has missed out. Saka has missed out on the Euro squad. Saka has missed out. Oh my God! I'm sorry for that. I think, yeah, it's been a it's been a learning curve for him. Even if he misses out in the in the English squad, I think it's he's just 19 years of age now, and he has a lot of things to do in the future. I I would have been you know happy had if he, if he had got the chance, but okay, for the next time. But the youngster is someone. for arsenal to you know bank on in the future because he has been an outstanding talent from the last season he has done exceedingly well 
and and we have you know some, in some of our matches we have been we have been solely relied on him that if yeah, Saka plays well Arsenal will play well that's that I think itself depicts the condition of Arsenal you know when you are you have to you know kind of bank on a 19 year old kid to bail you out from tough situation then you know that there is something really wrong in the club definitely Yeah, I would like to ask a question. Uh, Hello. The results of Arsenal Football Club this season has not been great, as we all yeah. know. They missed out on the Europe and everything. So I would like to ask you whether this result is a problem of players' mentality or the coaches' fault or coaches' uh, tactics or anything. Again, it's a bit of both, you know, because Mikel Arteta has made some horrendous mistakes in some of the games in terms of his tactics. Somewhere, you know. One of the main problems that he was having, you know, he couldn't find his, you know, best eleven for the first, you know, couple of months. But also there is a huge issue of players' mentality, and that that also roots from the manager. If the manager can't, you know, motivate them enough to go on the to go and perform on the pitch, I think that's disappointing. And if you ask me whether the players had a you know, players have to take the blame as well. I think absolutely. The manager and the players, it was a combined effect that has cost us, you know, the Europe after almost two and a half decades. So, yeah, it's it's been a disappointment for us in terms of manager and in terms of, in terms of the players as well. Yeah, absolutely. When okay. I agree, sometimes Arteta did make mistakes. But, yeah, but I, when you look at Arsenal play, na, I feel there is a lack of, again, the lack of mentality I mean, I mean, if they are one nil down, they tend to, you know, get easily pressed on by the opponents and the yeah. aggression and something to, you know, thrive on. That that is something a missing piece in Arsenal as of now. There are few players who give it, give all, uh, give their all, uh, like Lacazette uh, recently, Odegaard, Smithrow, and you have Tierney. Even Leno, Leno has been good. Yeah, a keeper make mistakes. Even Allison being one of the world's best make mistakes. But Leno has been a consistent performer for two seasons in a row now. I mean, hadn't he mm-hmm. been so perfect, it would have been yeah. a poor case for Arsenal. Yeah, he's been saving Arsenal's ass for two years now. Because, in my opinion, Arsenal defence is not rock solid. So, Leno is trying his best to keep his team alive and to finish top 10. Look, I'll... Regarding burned Leno, yeah, you are right. But I will have to, you know, differ a bit from your suggestions. The thing is that, actually, the thing is that we have improved our defense a bit. Because in, in the Arsene Wenger days, any top six would have meant, you know, we concede at least three or four or five or six goals. It would have been goals galore from the team. But what Mikel Arteta has done is that he has, you know, kind of uh, constructed the defense pretty well. Still, there is a lot of room for improvement. But yeah, if you ask me about Leno, yeah, he has been one of the standout performers for us, you know, in the last couple of seasons. And when the chips has gone down, he has really delivered. When, but but if the if we have to, you know, kind of see the latest rumors that's been going around that Brian Leno is may well be leaving the club, so it's it's unfortunate again. Yeah, he has been a great performer. He has been a great servant for the last couple of years. But if he leaves, that won't be right for us. According to me, do you think the leaving of Emmy Martinez was also a big mistake by the clubs, by the club, because he is performing great this season for Aston Villa? Yeah, look, the thing is that you can't play 
cup two goalkeepers in a match so being burned leno and emi martinez both were great players both are great players we had to let one go yeah we had to then we let go emi martinez if if it would have been an other other way around i think that it it wouldn't be a massive you know what should i say massive uh, downfall the reason of downfall for us that if emi martinez had played you would have done a lot better than burnley i i can't agree that but yeah in terms of a, in terms of the rec- recruitment of goalkeepers we have been a bit you know uh but burnley no has been a strikingly has been strikingly bit good for us what what i can say totally agree with you okay so moving ahead in the season okay we just yeah. talked about okay, yes they you started off the season in a good manner but there's something changed after the united win that 1-0 yeah, yeah. win against united you know then you then arsenal went on to win just one match from possible 10 premier league matches and uh, they lost against villa that was horrendous wolves that was horrendous tottenham city and that's all where it went wrong so what were the challenges you know what are the typical challenges was it a, uh, all of a sudden the tactics failed or all of a sudden the players got complacent what happened i mean aisa to nahi hoga ki so something unnatural happened for the club so after a great start what happened to that arsenal came down to such a low so that was a surprising part for the season and that is that that was something which you know highlighted every every drawback of arsenal in yeah. the in those particular 10 yeah. matches look the thing is that you are absolutely right premier league is a league where the margin of error is very less Yes. If you see, if you dissect our season, you will see that between the win at Manchester United and the win against Chelsea at home, we mm-hmm. had seven Premier League matches, and we mm-hmm. managed only two points out of the seven matches. Okay. Even if even if we could have managed seven or eight points more, that means nine points games, we would have been you know top four contender. We would have been you know having the fourth spot. so these are the things and if you tell me what went wrong actually that's a mystery <laughs> i i will have to also admit that uh, there were some vr decisions that went against us which was unfortunate but we can't just blame it completely on to vr there was a, there was something that was not clicking in that period and the players were you know losing their mind or you know their heads were down a very what can i say negative spiral that was going on at that moment at that point of time and that juncture of seven games where we just managed two points i think that really was the pivotal moment in our season where we failed and that has been reflected in the final position of us, of us as well we have missed europe for the any competition of euro we, even if there is a conference league that's been there we have missed that missed that as well so yeah. that's been the thing that's been the thing i think if you ask me that what was the reason i don't know because you can't just completely Say that it was completely a fault for the players or fault of the manager, but there was something you know combined effect of two where we couldn't you know thrive under pressure or under when the when the going was tough we failed. Yeah, exactly. It was really surprising for me. I mean, you could see Arsenal conceding silly goals. You could see them not converting their chances. You could see them. I mean, the players were just lost their match in between the match uh, in between the matches. Like Shaka got a red card. What was a silly red card? Pepe got a silly red card for the save. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that was that was really drastic to see i mean how could that you know experience they were all experienced players i mean they have been playing in premier league for some time now so they know how premier league works they know everything that they know the opponents the manager knows the opponents so that was something really silly which happened and it ultimately cost arsenal the season i mean that span of 10 matches really ruined i mean 10 uh, the 10 matches is a big part i mean it's uh, 20% of your whole season so if you really mess up your 20% of the whole season yes definitely you tend out you tend to make a lot a lot a lot of mistakes but that was really uh, unnatural i would just like to quote it that was unnatural because really you just you said it was a mistake uh, it wasn't it, it could be arteta's uh, fault it could be players losing their heads it could be a combination of both but it just didn't seem right but now coming on to the positives from this you talked about the gap uh, the matches between city uh, united and chelsea right so i would like to come on to the christmas spirit for me that christmas spirit for arsenal was a miracle something literally again started working out they again started winning matches against chelsea brighton newcastle west ham and there was one player who was actually performing undeniably and he was actually giving his all and that surprise talent was smithrow that boy really bailed arsenal in a lot of situations his his presence in the midfield Uh, was really surprising and yes i feel ki that christmas spirit was miracle so how do you see the, you know this all of a sudden change in things like how all of a sudden things went down and all of a sudden things went up so it was really a roller coaster right for arsenal so how did you you know uh, give this what perspective do you give this thing the thing is that there is a saying us among the arsenal supporters that had emil smithrow started the season we would have been in a far better position than what we were what we are at the moment and if you tell me what happened at that time period after the christmas period i think it was just you know playing with playing with you know a lot more intent a lot more calm mentality and you know professional mentality we we started to change the game and uh, it it started actually actually emil uh, smithrow was was the galvanizer of this you know because he was yeah. kind of holding the ball making right passes and you know making the runs so that's been I, i'm very happy for smithrow because i you know i watched him playing in the fifa under 17 world cup here in calcutta and mm-hmm. he has gone he has been you know super for us this is and i'm very happy but if you if you ask me that if is it, it, it was it uh, when it how it went right again after being so wrong i will say that this is a part and parcel of the season i think at that time time period we had someone inspiring the other players and that was that was emil smithrow yeah and it it, it it was get good for us but at the end of the day you have to have it in the in throughout the season you just can't be happy doing this for a particular part of the season and you know fading away in the rest of the season after that so that, but i i hope that emil smithrow and other youngsters that we have they shine and they do wonders for us in the coming seasons yeah, definitely definitely two bright talents two young bright talents you know for, even for england squad they they yeah. they would be really good uh, so that is something we can ponder upon so uh, there was a you know in this season the most highlighting part was perez coming up on national tv and yeah. announcing the european super league and that really that really confused a lot of people i mean me personally i agreed with the plans i agreed that okay this competition 
may look good but there was only one issue with this competition that was regarding how clubs went into that particular thing how those 15 founding members were formed right and it was really surprising yeah. to see that everyone everyone literally everyone accepted the fact that okay let's rest all the 13 are okay why tottenham and arsenal are there so yeah. did it really you know you as a fan it was it was it would have been really hard for you even though you must be not supporting esl but yeah, yeah that would have been really hard for you to accept the fact that uh, and also there are rumors that people now don't tend to consider arsenal in the top 6 i mean english media sucks i know but somehow do you think that this is slowly and gradually becoming a reality or arsenal is going to really pick up things with the change of owners or change of air whatever will may happen in the few seasons to come look the thing is that if we continue performing like this for the next two or three seasons i think it will become a reality that we don't belong to the elite anymore but the thing is that the thing is that we have a very very sly owner who just li- likes to you know the club mm-hmm. but if we don't change the manager the hierarchy at the very le- at the very top i think then otherwise i think then it will be problematic for us and if you if you're asking about esl yeah i was completely against it but you know there was talks like that why arsenal are there as you said yeah. that they will be you know completely a laughing stock at the esl it, mm. this kind of things although i don't give a lot of thoughts into this but i think it it, it was real because what would we, would have we done with this squad playing against the likes of real madrid barcelona regularly would have been thumped in every games so yeah that that's that's something that you know that is a reality but as you as you were asking that the people don't consider as a top 6 club anymore mm-hmm. i don't agree i don't agree because i think we still have it we still have what it takes to be a top club in england and also in europe but it needs major changes it need massive changes from the core to the top that so, in from so, yeah, yeah. if you get to you know be the one of the board members of the club so what the exact things which you will be ready to change in the club look the first of the first thing is that what we need we have to understand that uh, this football is now a money game yeah if you splash money if you bring quality it will reap you fruits so yes. what we have to do is that we have to get some players you know and some players who are worthy of playing for for arsenal because we we do have a lot of dead woods now we need a clearance of that and we need to have fresh minds fresh faces that will be propelling us towards a better future i would have done that and another thing another important thing what i would have done is that stopping the monopoly of the croenkes because as croenkes are the you know sole shareholders of our club you know they have the majority shares of our club i think what they can do is that they are being you know taking it for granted they don't care whatever the fans think you can see a lot of protests going on in the after the esl was scrapped uh, in in all the clubs but arsenal were there was it happened as well mm-hmm. so i think that's a major thing we have to know get to you know ask our owner whether they do care for our club if they think no it's just a money making machine then they should be leaving but if they to have some kind of passion for our club i think it's high time that they you know come and take control of this football club because otherwise i do believe that if it continues like this for the next 3 or 4 years we are going down the barrels yeah definitely i can even i can see this happening 
So what, what I mean, what exactly, what what exactly players we are looking at? I mean, every club has some or the other targets at some or the other particular positions. So yeah, what yeah. exactly are you talking about? I mean, who are you planning to bring in? Look, there are a lot of players that has been you know linked with a move away from our club. Yeah. So in terms of, if you ask me in terms of positions, I think what we need now is a right back and. Mm-hmm. A creative midfielder, uh, Martin Odegaard was, you know, he was loaned in. So, we're going back to Real Madrid. So, we, although we have Emil Smithro, but we can't rely on a 20-year kid, 20-year-old kid to bail us out like what Bukas has been doing. So, if you ask me where we need players, it's number one, it's a right back. We need a creative midfielder. Mm -hmm. And we need a box-to-box midfielder as well. And if Lacazette leaves, leaves the club, then we need a striker. Yeah, these definitely. are the all, these are the positions we have to cover ourselves for a better season in the coming years, but I I really I really doubt whether we'll be able to make those signings because we have you know I'm quite sure that our owner won't be you know giving us the money to buy some players. I think what we have to do is now now is sell players, generate the revenue from there, and then use it to bring in players. That's the thing. So do you think with these preferred signings and the tactics of Arteta? Will you be able to finish top four, or top four is a long way? Next season, you're you're asking me about next season, na? Yeah, next season. If you get the signings, you're uh, talking right now about. Yeah. If you if you see what has happened in the last couple of seasons, after especially after Arsene Wenger left our club, we have been there and made it. In you know in in Unai Emery's first season, we missed out Champions League by a point. And, and 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 if you can see the gradual, you know, the gradual decline of our club, we missed we missed Champions League by a point in 2018-19, and now we have missed Conference League by a point in 2020-21. So you can see that our we are declining very fast. And to get us out of this mud, we need players. You know, we need quality players who will be you know able to perform week in week out for Arsenal. And I am actually the thing is that I'm. Kind of relieved that we are we won't be playing conference league because conference league doesn't you know give you a lot of prize money and then you have to go to you know various you know in in the remote remotest of part parts in Europe to play the play the tournament. I think I'm pretty much content that we'll be playing on only in the league this this season and uh, no so I, continental tournaments there. So yeah, that's the thing. But yeah, I think as you. It's nice for you guys to miss out on Europe, so you can focus more on the league. Exactly, exactly. We can focus more on the league, and if, as you told, that if we can get the signings that we need, and if we change our mentality, and if Arteta kind of you know stops doing his uh, jadus and all in those important games, the negative jadus, I think we'll be able to have a top four at the end of this season, at next season, as I mean, as I say. That's okay. it. So, so because. See, everyone likes good football. Yeah. So, which football did you prefer? Arteta's or Unai Emery's? So, we, see, we can agree that ki, uh, Arsene Wenger is a god. is a god of Arsenal club. Mm. So, we, mm. I, we don't, I don't, will not be speaking about Arsene Wenger. So, I'll be asking about you, Arteta and Unai Emery's tactics. So which one yeah. would you prefer more? Look, I will prefer, I have to prefer Arteta because he's a current manager and he has won us trophies. Una Emery was in was at the Arsenal for one and a half years. We didn't win a trophy. We lost in the final of the Europa League. We actually humi- we were humiliated in the final of the Europa League. But uh, we have seen that 
under arteta we have won against manchester city chelsea in the in the fa cup last season, last season even this season if you see we have beaten chelsea we have we have done the double over chelsea who who are the european champions so i do i do it it Do you know a team that Arsenal? We are ninth in the Premier League table. Yeah, we Chelsea. So it's just goes. Oh my God! How has it happened? Someone, if if they, if they if they are not, you know, kind of you know, familiar with Premier League, they won't be even believing. They will say, "No, you are saying it wrong. You are lying. Arsenal can't beat Chelsea." But <laughs> yeah, the, totally. Really, the reality is we have done it. But we need changes. We need changes. We need. We need. players we need to change our mentality we need to be more lethal but can we do that that's the, that's the million dollar <laughs> absolutely correct so you could finish top 4 next season i really hope to see arsenal in the champions league hopefully hopefully sorry right, shoradi we talked about the players the owners and like how terrible it is to have american owners in english football so yeah. uh, my question to you is what do you think about mikel arteta in general i mean do you think he should be sacked or do you believe in his process it's it's very tough to answer you know as mikel i've been seeing mikel arteta as a, from 2011 when he was a player of player of a club so there is a emotion there is an emotion which is which goes in goes for him that we i will be sticking for another season with mikel arteta and see how things goes but to be honest to make our, our club as it was during arsen wenger's time we need a change in manager we need a far more experienced manager who won't be who will be you know leading us to do the right things but if you ask me what, can we do that i really doubt that so we have to you know go with arteta for this time and and i hope just things work out Shaurathip, do you think Mikel Arteta being an Arsenal player is buying him time as a manager at Arsenal? No, I, I, I don't know. It, it may or may not happen. I don't know because there is a sentiment that has been attached with Mikel Arteta since he was a player, but I don't know whether it, it, it kind of you know, you know, buying him time as a manager as well. To but be honest. I don't see him buying in time. I mean, the boy won two trophies. I mean, for Arsenal, yeah. he won two trophies. So, yeah, I mean, and, his and, the one is FA Cup and the other one is Carabao Cup. That's huge, man. In in terms of English football, FA Cup is a huge trophy. And another thing why I will give him give him another season is because in the last that that the recently concluded season was you know ravaged by COVID and pandemic, all these things that was going on. He didn't have a proper you know preseason and this will be the first proper pre pro, proper preseason for mikel arteta at arsenal so let's see how it pans out because we are always hopeful we are always hopeful we are always you know think optimistic about our club we love our club but if it if things goes right this time that will be more than welcome from our side all right so i guess that brings us to the end um it was nice to hear an arsenal fans perspective on this season uh it was great to have you on the podcast shoradeep thanks for taking out the thank time thank you thank you very much for inviting me thank you very much yep yep all right thank you so much sir thank you so much for attending uh it means a lot stay safe stay safe in this hard yeah take care you too man thank you very much take care yeah. of yourself yeah. all right
So that is it for this episode, folks. I hope you liked it. Share it with your friends and follow the podcast on whichever streaming service you stream our podcast on. As we have a lot of episodes coming up, stay tuned for that. And as always, we'll see you in the next one. Peace.